Top five that are alive. It's Texas Roadhouse Rolls, Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits, Popeye's Biscuits, the back in the day, the back in the day Pizza Hut breadsticks, and my mama biscuits. <laughs> my mama biscuits, Gina. Can we talk about my first flight, flying in general, and vacationing? Let's get into it. Like, uh, I think a lot of restaurants, you know, obviously, oh, not too many people have been out to eat during this pandemic. You know, there are some people who have because they like living life on the edge. (laughs) But um, most restaurants obviously offer some form of bottomless appetizer to keep you in the seats and keep you ordering food <laughs> so that was um that was my top five you'll notice you'll, you'll notice about my top fives they're all they all have a theme they usually all have some some sort of theme so even i'll do multiples because really the idea of it is i don't believe that there's just a best top five so in my mind the way my mind works i came up with a concept that every time i decide to do a top five even if i do another one on house breads it'll be five different restaurants again or as far as music goes it'll be five different rappers again and there will usually always be a theme so if you caught on to that good job good ear if you haven't caught on to that spoiler alert i just told you what i was doing with that (laughs) but welcome back welcome back to the multi-tapper i am marcus the multi-tapperist and i just got back from vacation i know i didn't i know i didn't announce my departure but i am announcing i'm announcing my re-arrival because i wanted to (laughs) and because it's relevant to the topic this was my very 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 first flight first time flying on a plane took some notes took some things in i wasn't too into my electronic devices while i was flying because i was so very much into the flight so Spoiler alert, again, I enjoyed the flight a heck of a lot, so you don't have to listen to this whole podcast to hear me say that. Like, I definitely enjoyed the experience. I definitely enjoyed the my very first flight, and I definitely can't wait to fly again. So, first things first. I don't know what's first. What are we talking about first? What are we getting into first? <laughs> first things first, I almost missed the flight. <laughs> and I'm sure... My friends who are listening to this that I've told that to, they're laughing right now. But I definitely almost missed the flight. And it was all for a camera battery. (laughs) I was playing with my my electronics on my couch before I left. And I took the battery out for some odd reason. I guess to preserve the battery, I figured I would pop it back in once I get on the plane. And I took it out and never put it back in. Got up, walked out the house. Thankfully, thankfully, I live very close to the airport. It's literally a 15-minute drive for me. But let's say I got there at 9:30. By the time I missed, by the time I noticed the battery was missing, I had to call my cousin back to come back to get me. So that took maybe about 10 minutes. He got there about 9:40, 9:43, somewhere around there. 15 minutes to get home. And then 15 minutes to get back. So as you can imagine, I pulled back to the airport at like 1020. 
my flight left at 11. <laughs> this is all bad. Don't ever do this. But I knew when I went in to get my boarding pass, because I did make it into the airport before realizing my battery was gone. When I went in there to get uh, my boarding pass, I did notice that there was nobody, you know, there wasn't a lot of people there. There wasn't a lot of commotion. There wasn't a lot of people getting going through security. So I just knew if I could get my cousin on the phone, thankfully he picked up after like after the first ring, I think. Thankfully, he picked up quick and got back there quick. And I just knew that once we, you know, the hardest part was just going there and coming back and not getting through security or getting through TSA. So, and I only had two bags, so I didn't have a lot of, you know, heft and a lot of stuff to deal with. But I cut it very, 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 very close. And then when I got in there, I went the wrong way. <laughs> I went, I was supposed to be at like gate two and I started going toward like the opposite way, the opposite numerical way. So, but it was very interesting and it was very um intense. Surprisingly, I did it all without like too many malfunctions. <laughs> like, because I'm losing a lot of weight, like my clothes be falling off of me and I'm always pulling my pants up and stuff like that. And then when I went through TSA, they basically make you undress right there. <laughs> so I didn't have my shoes on and my belt. And then I was trying to gather myself while I was walking and I was like, all right, let me stop, slow down before I lose my wardrobe in this place <laughs> and um, scar a lot of people for life. But yeah, it was very it was it was it was it was interesting so i did you know obviously i got the battery and i think i got something else i think i had left something else here but got on the plane like I, I got there just in like as soon as i got there they were boarding so it was just like get to the gate get on the plane it was no room for sitting down and using a restroom which i really really had to do <laughs> and i got on that plane once i sat down i knew i wasn't getting back up so i held my pee for three hours i know it's terrible and i should never do that but I had no choice <laughs> i just didn't want to i didn't want to increase the risk that's already the, the obviously apparent COVID risk and i didn't want to like because i have i had a first class ticket and i purposely and intentionally bought oh you see that that flex that first class ticket flex <laughs> i'm just playing <laughs> but I purposely bought like a singular seat, window seat, by the window, by myself, nobody around me. So I did that intentionally because I wanted to reduce the uh, chances of, you know, any sabotaging or any contamination. I didn't want to get sick. And if I had anything, I didn't want to get else, anybody else to get sick. I knew I didn't have anything, though, no, because I get tested weekly, bi-weekly, bi-weekly at first, but weekly now at my place of employment. So, but still, this was a very important trip to me and I didn't want anything to ruin that. So it was like, once I sit down on this plane, that's it. I'm not moving. Don't ask me if I want nothing. Just walk by, get away from me. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like, I wasn't doing the potty dance and I wasn't like squirming in my seat or anything. But definitely, as soon as I got off that flight, <laughs> as soon as I got to the airport, um, where my destination, I definitely 
ran to the bathroom before I did anything else. So I got on the plane, took my seat. As I mentioned before, I had a first class seat. Let's 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 get into this first class experience <laughs> because it definitely wasn't what I thought it was gonna be in my head. It was a lot nicer. So we definitely need to get into this portion of it. I was on United Airlines. So I'm from what I heard, from what I gathered, and I didn't notice until after I bought my ticket. Apparently Delta is nicer. And I'm assuming it can be a, it's not a, a universal experience. And that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking regardless of what airline you pick, first class is supposed to be first class. I definitely had fresh prints in my head. I was definitely thinking first class, yo, this is bad. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass. If this is what the people of Bel Air living like, hmm, this might be all right. <laughs> that is in the Fresh Prince rap, but you'll only see it in the early episodes. They didn't, I think that's one of the um, portions of the intro rap that they cut out. But I was definitely expecting a more um, catered to, I guess, just a more a more rich experience. <laughs> and I know it, the t it wasn't like the tickets was like, it wasn't like the ticket was $3,000 or nothing like that. So I don't know why I was ex expecting so much. It's just... Maybe it was because I, the reaction I was getting from people when I told them I'm flying first class. <laughs> Everybody was like, ooh, you fancy, you rich. So it definitely was a lot smaller in there. So is the pictures I saw on Google Photos is definitely, um, Google Images is definitely um, nicer there. <laughs> I don't know what Delta plane, I mean, I don't know what United Airlines plane that was that I Googled, but I definitely... Um, shouldn't have done that because my expectations were super high <laughs> and when I got in there I was like um is this first class <laughs> so it was um it was a very interesting experience but um just it just wasn't as roomy as I thought it was gonna be not that my knees were like touching the seat in front of me because I had room to sit back and stretch my feet out, stretch my legs out. So I didn't get cramped or anything. And that was important to me too, because I felt like this is my first flight. This is my first trip. I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna, you know, make sure I'm gonna go out of my way to make myself comfortable. I'm gonna go out of my way to make sure I'm properly accommodated because I could be driving. <laughs> I could be driving in my car. And if anybody knows me and my what I drive, you would know my seats are like couches, so. <laughs> but yeah, I passed up an opportunity to drive to fly, so I wanted to make sure my fly experience, flying experience, was fly, and it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't fly at all. <laughs> and they didn't offer me any champagne. <laughs> they offered me water and a snack pack. <laughs> that was, those are their actual words. They said, "Do you want a snack pack? Would you like a snack pack?" I almost took it the second time on my way back. On my way back home, I almost got the snack pack because I was hungry and I was sad. So I was I would have been stress eating, <laughs> but I, almost, I definitely almost took it the second time. But um, even though I was by myself, like in my aisle, like um, the way they had the rows, there was four rows up front in first class and on the left side side i was on there was only one seat per row 
So everybody who was in my row or everybody who was in my aisle, the left aisle, obviously sat by themselves and everybody on the other side, there was two seats. So again, I was even though I was by myself, I was able to still reach out. Like if I stretch my arm out, my right arm out over, I could, my arm could stretch across the aisle and touch the dude's shoulder next to me. So that's what I mean by space. Like it was still, it still felt like a, a turn to the side to scoot through <laughs> kind of um, experience. And I wasn't expecting that. You know, obviously I watch, I watch a lot of TVs and movies. So again, all of that played into my expectations of what I thought was going to you know, of what I thought my experience was going to be. Yeah, it was just as far as like, you know, it was it was roomy enough for me in my seat in my area, but it wasn't a roomy cabin. And that may be due to the um, the plane model. Again, I know there's I, you know, obviously this was my first flight, so I didn't do I didn't do like a whole lot of research going into it. I didn't do you know, I didn't go like super deep into looking up plane models and all of that stuff i did just like google um united airlines first class and again if you google that and go to google images the images you see will be something out of a movie (laughs) or out of you know some futuristic ish but yeah so that was just that was that was that for the most part i definitely like i looked behind me i looked at the seats behind me and i could have because this, this particular style of United Airline playing is their United Express line. So there's first class, economy plus, and economy. And that's it. I didn't know that. These are things I didn't know until, like, I was on the way back, actually. And I was on my phone, and I was curious because I had... the second When I was on my way back, I was at the airport, like, two hours early. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, I was looking at things on my phone, and I had... Um, I was looking at the boarding information on the little screen at the terminal or at the gate or whatever that plays all the information for you and the flight number, what time they're leaving, what time they're boarding, et cetera, et cetera. But I was looking at that and it mentioned um, what type of plane it was. And that's what got me curious and into looking into, you know, different models and finding out all these different all these different types of first classes and economies and et cetera, et cetera. So I just thought I thought every plane other than the small charter planes were first class, business class, economy or whatever. I thought that was just the standard for any plane, again, with the exception of the smaller charter planes or private jets or whatever. Obviously, if you got private jet money, <laughs> um, you on a whole nother plane, all puns intended. So moving on to other parts of the flying experience, like I was like a kid in a candy store when I got seated. Like when I got seated, I lifted up my shade. I was like hunched over looking out the window the entire time, especially going. I maybe put my shade down one time for like two minutes to look at my phone. And then I raised it right back. <laughs> I think people on a uh, plane were irritated with me because everybody else's shades were down. <laughs> everybody else's shades were down and mine was up. So I think people were trying to rest and all of that. But I was just I was very excited. I was a lot more excited than I thought I would be. Like people kept asking me if I was nervous or if I was scared. I was never scared. 
in the beginning i was nervous but at the same time i was excited but as it got closer to that time i just got more and more excited more and more excited and when the plane started to take off and you know we started to go up and take flight that was like a very exhilarating experience for me it felt like i felt like charlie at the end of willy wonka and the chocolate factory and the wonka vader like no bs <laughs> that was my first thought that's definitely how i felt i felt like we broke through the glass ceiling and you know and the world was mine so it was it was it was a very interesting reaction like again i didn't think i would be that excited but took pictures the entire time it was you know um i did have my headphones on so i was listening to i was listening to music that was like very serene and peaceful and all about love and <laughs> i was on a i was on a whole nother you know i was having a real real spiritual experience up there because when I meditate, when I lie down and meditate, I always, that's where I take myself to. I always envision myself just, you know, floating off and taking off like a plane and just, you know, kind of floating out into the atmosphere and floating above the clouds and reaching out to the stars. So that's where I go. So to actually, to actually experience something like that in real time, in real life, it was amazing. And I definitely appreciated it. The flight was fast very fast um for those who don't know i went to texas to be with my friends and family down there celebrate my birthday that's what this was really all about my birthday was january 21st so i wanted to do something different i don't ever ever do anything for my birthday and what i mean ever i mean ever i mean how everybody at one point was excited to turn 18 and turn 21 and got to do something big for your 30th and all of this. I was never that person. I enjoy doing very small, very intimate, very quiet things on my birthday. And that usually consists of me sitting at home, eating comfort food and fellowshipping with my friends and family. So I was able to do that this year in Texas, and that meant so much to me. It meant a lot to me, and my, my friends went out of their way to accommodate me and gave me a Slytherin-themed birthday party, which I appreciated very, very much. Again, it was just eating good food and being around good people. And I'm a, I'm a very, how can I put this? I'm a very low-maintenance friend. I'm not the one that gets around you and say okay like wh what are we doing next what are we doing what are, like I don't I don't need to have that kind of attention or I don't need to I don't require that kind of energy it's like if I if I say I'm coming over and you say well I ain't doing nothing but sitting here playing a video game it's like okay let me sit on the opposite couch and we can play video games together I could sit and watch you play a video game and that to me it probably comes from a place, it probably comes from um, being what I feel, what I feel is being neglected. <laughs> so it probably doesn't come from a good place, but I made it into a good thing because I've never gotten a lot of attention. So I've always learned to appreciate what I could get. And I guess you could say quality time is my love language because I don't care if we're just, if I'm sitting in one chair and you're sitting in a chair on the opposite side of the room that's quality time to me in some form or fashion and i know how to 
maximize that potential and I know how to appreciate that moment and I know how to and I know how to just bask in that scenario. So I went to Texas and it was I didn't have a because of the pandemic, you know, I already knew I wasn't going to be doing anything. So it wasn't I wasn't a tourist in Texas. I used to live there for a couple of years. So I already knew I knew I know the area. I know where I was going. I know I didn't it wasn't a sightseeing thing. And I want to do this and I want to do that. And I was like, no, I know what I'm going into. I'm going down there to do the same thing I do here. Perfectly fine with me because what I do here is very relaxing. But doing it with family and friends is makes it so much better and i didn't realize it when you've been alone for so long you don't realize how you know when you get that company that type of company you get to be around people who just like to have you around you know just to hear your laugh or just for you to be there even if it's even if you're asleep on their couch it's like you just being there your presence makes it all better so it was the same for me, like the feeling was mutual, like just having them there, just being around somebody just who doesn't somebody who doesn't want anything from you other than for you to be happy. You know, that that is a very um, priceless thing, like you can't put a price on you can't put a price tag on that. And a lot of people don't have that. And a lot of people don't realize they don't have that until they get with somebody that you know that shows them that they do have that you may know one person like that even if it's just one person my my advice to you is you hold that one person very closely to you and don't take them for granted because that person is going to keep you is going to help to keep you grounded and that person is going to remind you of that person is going to remind you that a lot of things in this world just really don't matter. And what I mean by a lot of things, I mean like material things and all of these other things that we put out in front of each other and put out into the world to try to impress or validate or all of that. All of those things like don't matter. It's 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 a message that was, you know, explored in the Disney movie Soul. It's like you weren't born to do just this one thing you weren't born to you weren't born to play the drums or you weren't born to shoot a basketball there's a lot to there's a lot to enjoy in life and a lot of those things are very simple and when you have people when you have people in your circle or people around you that you can be around and you can enjoy in that capacity to where you don't have to do anything you don't have to drink. You don't have to smoke. You don't have to be actively doing something. That's a beautiful thing, man. Like, seriously. I had a blast down there in Texas. I'm glad I went down there. I'm glad I decided to fly because it's a 26-hour drive. <laughs> I meant to mention that earlier when I mentioned driving. Driving to Texas is from Michigan. It's 26 hours. I've done it straight through a couple times. I know I'm insane. And you'll literally, if you ever get a chance to do it, or if you ever get a chance to drive that long without falling asleep, you'll literally start to feel yourself going crazy. It's one of the most interesting experiences. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be talking about this because this is very dangerous because there's a reason why trucking companies require their drivers to stop and rest, even if they don't want to. 
there's a reason there's a very valid reason for it but my problem is once i get very when i get very close to something i don't like to stop regardless of what it is if it's driving somewhere if it's working on a project whatever it is if i feel like i'm close to it and i'm close to capturing or conquering whatever it is i need to conquer i won't stop so driving from michigan to texas was the first time i did it the thing was i had to get that rental car back at a certain time because i didn't want to keep it for another day i was trying to cover as much ground as i could it didn't matter in the end because i didn't make it (laughs) because i got lost and i got turned around but you 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 you'll feel it <laughs> if you ever do anything that crazy most people won't and people don't like driving but i love driving by the way so that was why driving was always an option i just didn't want to i realized i got a week off i don't want to waste an hour i mean a day driving down there and a day driving back so you know i didn't want to essentially lose basically what we'll round off to about two and a half days of just driving when i couldn't hop on this plane and get there in two hours two to three hours so that's why i decided to go with flying but back to the experience clouds look like powdered sugar chicken nuggets (laughs) there were a lot of clouds michigan was very cloudy michigan was very cloudy the day i left and texas was very cloudy the day i left which is weird they were both cloudy on my exiting days so that was very weird but um I remember I had a moment where I looked down at the clouds. I was looking out the window and looked down at the clouds. And I'm like, they look like McDonald's chicken nuggets. McDonald's chicken nuggets specifically because they have that particular um, coating, that batter. (laughs) That's um, very unique to McDonald's. So it looked like that. It looked like a bunch of them bundled up together and coated with powdered sugar. That's just the way my crazy mind works. That's the way my imagination works. Unfortunately, I didn't see any UFOs. So... I know that's a crazy segue, but (laughs) that was definitely one of my goals is to see something that I cannot identify. Didn't happen this time. Didn't happen going or coming. Coming, I mean, going, coming back home was probably my best chance to experience that because it was a late evening into nighttime flight. So it was about from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. I was definitely excited about getting nighttime shots on my camera, and I was definitely excited about possibly seeing an unidentified flying object. <laughs> I saw some other planes, but I didn't see I didn't see a UFO, unfortunately. Vacationing is something I rarely do and something I hadn't done in years, so it was very fun to go on an official vacation and take my first official flight and experience all of this cohesively and everything went as planned like that was what i was very very pleasantly surprised and happy about i didn't have any home alone moments (laughs) Um, any kevin moments (laughs) except for my battery (laughs) but that was you know before the plane but um yeah everything went as planned you know i got off the plane got off the plane got my rental car had to drive about an hour hour and a half close to hour and a half out uh south of houston to get to my destination got the hotel hotel was nice even though every single day at that hotel something new woke me up it was so weird but like the first day the first night i got there the first morning it was housekeeping and the second morning it was housekeeping 
And my friend told me, you know, why don't you just go to the desk and tell them not to bother you until a certain time. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> so I did that, and it worked for like two days. <laughs> but um, the third day, some dude got in a fight with somebody down the hall, and cops came, and it was very annoying. But me being on vacation, I didn't care. I was nosy. I was looking out to people the whole time. It's it's amazing to me how quickly white men in particular, when they get upset and they get rowdy and they're ready to fight and they're taking off their shirts. This is amazing to me how many times this man said the N-word. That alone made me, wanna, made me want to interfere. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to stay out of it because as soon as the PD arrived, he got arrested. But <laughs> anyway, so that prevented me from getting sleep the next day they decided to put somebody who had this very white voice in the room right next to me <laughs> and i know i have a deep voice and it's very bassy sometimes and his was very similar and it just traveled straight through the walls and he was on the phone all night for like two nights in a row the following day it was some kids that was in the hall and then it was also housekeeping. I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to get any sleep. So there's that. <laughs> but overall, the hotel was nice. The The mirror was exquisite. I took some great selfies in it. The bed was soft, like very soft. I'm a firm mattress type of person. So it wasn't comfortable for me. But at the same time, it was enjoyable, if that makes sense. Like it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, this is so nice and so it's like a water bed like you enjoy it for it being a water bed but it's like you don't want to sleep on that every single day i don't know maybe you do but i personally wouldn't want to sleep on a water bed every single day yeah and then after that i just ate a lot of carbs <laughs> after the hotel like you know got the hotel uh washed up changed clothes or whatever went to grab some donuts and then i went to surprise my friend my chumbawamba and that's what I call my friend's daughter, by the way. So if you ever hear me say Chumbawamba, if you <laughs> if you ever hear me say that name again, that's who I'm referring to. Yeah, but after that, it was just all fun, and it was all smiles and laughs, and I laughed so much. We all laughed and just enjoyed each other. And again, anytime you have that kind of relationship with anybody, you should really, really, really cherish it. It means the world to me to know that I have people like that in my life, and I not saying that they're the only people like that in my life. I have a lot of people like that in my life, especially in my family, because I have a huge family. But it's nice to be able to just be around somebody like that. And not, not, one, not one single time in the five days I was there, I ever say or did my friends ever say, I'm bored, like not once. <laughs> and I just realized that just now. So that, that to me says a lot about us and again if you have a relationship like that with anybody your friends or family cherish them man keep those relationships going do nothing together even if y'all just sitting around watching tv that was what we did most for the most part we didn't go anywhere we didn't um, have our usual adventures. Like when I lived there, we would have adventures and we would go out and do random things. But I was never worried. I was I knew there wasn't going to be any of that. And I, I was never worried that there would be a moment where, you know, it would feel stale or stagnant. Like there was no moments like that. Like every day flew by. 
because we were always having so much fun, even if it was just watching documentaries all day and watching movies all day or just laughing and playing cards. So definitely had a lot of fun doing that. Definitely consumed a lot of carbs and I got to get back on my got to get back on my grind and get back on my A game as far as uh, what I consume over the next week. And I had cake when I came back. My This cake, this confetti cake is the, the same confetti cake you see in the store in the Pillsbury box, but my mother has been making this cake my entire life. And when I was in Texas, I decided to let her make it for me this year because I haven't had like sugar in a long time. I don't even eat fruit because of the sugar in it. So I decided I got the idea from a YouTuber I watch, um, Jeff Cavalier with Athlean X. I, I decided that on my birthday, I'm going to definitely allow my mom to still make me this cake for as long as she can. And I'm going to consume it. <laughs> I'm going to consume it the best way I can. But I ended up only having two slices of it. But that was when I got back here. Obviously, it was an emotional departure from Texas. I hadn't seen those people in years. And, you know, again, we enjoy each other's company so much. So it was, you know, it was tough. It was hard. And there were some things that came to my mind that hit me and they hit me in a way that I knew they would hit me and I spoke about it earlier it was like I didn't realize I don't realize how alone I am because I'm a single man I don't have any kids I don't have any pets it's just me so I knew being around family and even here in Michigan being around family and being around friends here and then going back home to cold silence is always a difficult thing for me, especially somebody who has a big family. And I grew up in a house full of people being in my own place, even though I do enjoy my own space. <laughs> and I'm not begging anybody to come over here to be with me, but I do value um, family and a certain level of noise a lot. And I was able to get that in Texas. So... And I appreciate it. And it might seem weird to a lot of people <laughs> that I enjoyed the sound of screams and, <laughs> and running through the house and a lot of different comfort, a lot of different comforting sounds. So left Texas. I left Texas. You know, I got got on the plane. Same situation with the plane, except, you know, again, I got to the airport early and on time and we took off a lot quicker than the first time. For some reason, the first time coming, uh, going down. We sat out, like we backed away from the gate and then we like sat out there and they had to wash the plane off and we sat out there for like 30 minutes. That didn't happen this time when I was going back, but took a, got a lot of great shots, a lot of great nighttime shots. I actually did manage to, like after I stopped taking pictures, I actually did manage to like lay my head back and get like five minutes of rest. The flight was so fast. <laughs> it was It was faster than... The first time it was it literally flew by all pun intended. Yeah, it was just very fast. <laughs> so I didn't have much time to rest. I did I was playing my Switch for a while. I was playing Streets of Rage four on my Switch, which is an incredible game if you have a Nintendo Switch or I'm not sure what other platforms is on, but I have I have it on my Nintendo Switch. So if you have Streets of Rage four and you haven't played it yet, download it please because it's amazing. And maybe I'll send you my friend code and we can play together. But yeah, I was able to play my Switch for a little bit because I was um, I knew I had enough shots and there was a particular shot I was waiting for. I was waiting to get over, you know, the cities I want to. By the way, being up that high and looking down when there's no clouds and it's clear, it really looks like a motherboard. 
<laughs> and for, for those who don't know what a motherboard is, well, I'm not going to tell you because I don't know. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's the, the main um, circuit board in any PC or any electronic device. There's a motherboard in your cell phone. There's a motherboard in your TV. There's a motherboard in your computer and your video game console. Like anything involving electronics, there's a motherboard there. But the LAN looks like a motherboard, especially at night. I thought it was very amazing. Of course, me being a nerd, I would say something like that. <laughs> but that's definitely what it reminded me of. The nighttime shots I got are incredible. I haven't went through all the pictures I took yet because apparently I've taken, I took almost 600, or like 550, something like that. It would have been a lot more, but um, the weather was cloudy down there in Texas and we didn't get to go to the beach and do some other things we wanted to do but still had a blast down there yeah got back home first thing i did was when i got outside I yanked my mask off <laughs> and breathed this, you know fresh cold michigan air texas doesn't smell as well as michigan. <laughs> my texas people are probably gonna hate me for that but texas texas smell like outside <laughs> you know when a kid has been playing outside all day and they come in the house and they get in your face and you be like, ooh, you smell like outside. <laughs> That's how Texas smelled to me. <laughs> um, it was definitely nice to breathe the Michigan air. But at the same time, it was I was I was in that twilight. I had that twilight zone feeling like I can't believe I'm back here already. <laughs> I used to have that feeling a lot when I was a child because we would travel between Indiana and Michigan and. A lot of times when it was time for us to go back to Indiana, which is where we were staying at the time, all our family is up here in Michigan. So we would have so much fun. But when it was time to leave, it would be nighttime and we would often fall asleep in the car on the road trip on the way back to Indiana. So when we would wake up, <laughs> we would be back in Indiana and it was always like the worst feeling. It was always just like a how. How did I get back here so fast? Like I was in in my mind, like my adult mind, I, I understand. But like when I was a kid, it just didn't make sense to me. I was like, we was just in Detroit. And to me, Detroit was like on the other side of the world. <laughs> those those road trips feel so much longer, but it's it's only four hours. Like again, I've driven twenty six hours straight. Four hours is literally nothing. I've gotten off work. When I lived in Texas, I've gotten off work working a twelve hour shift. Didn't get any sleep, got in the car, drove to Dallas to see my friend and drove back and all in the same day. And it was nothing to me. <laughs> so four hours now, four hour road trip now is nothing. But when I was a kid, it was everything. And it was I had that same feeling when I got back here and I got off the plane. It was just a little surreal for me. And it never really hits me that I'm back home until like the following day. I always say that Twilight Zone feeling because there's an episode and my friends in Texas will know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this episode because one particular person down there loves to play this episode over and over and over. But <laughs> there's an episode of Twilight Zone where, spoiler alert, this guy thought he was in heaven. He gets killed during a bank robbery and he thought he was in heaven the whole time. And at the end of the episode, he finds out he was in hell. And he said, whatever gave you the impression that you were in heaven, Mr. Valentine, this is the other place. <laughs> so that's how I feel. And it happened to me originally. It happened to me also another time in Texas when I was living there. I got stranded in Houston 
after going to a comedy show to see my friend perform, <laughs> I got out. I left there. I left the, the comedy club and my alternator had died on me. And I literally spent like a day in the car. So <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I don't like to think about the story because it was a very weird feeling. And, you know, I was basically falling in and out of sleep in that car. Like overnight, I couldn't do anything about it. There was no stores open. There was nothing open, you know, in the morning. I didn't have any money, actually. I had to call family and friends, friends and family up here in Michigan. Thankfully, they were able to pull together some money for me to go grab another alternator. And I found somebody on Craigslist who dropped it in for me. I know how to do it myself now. Same exact car, actually. But, yeah, after all of that got done, I was driving back to where I was staying in Texas. And once I got there and I, like, got a shower and I, like, sat down, I fell asleep on the couch. And I promise you, for a minute, I woke up and I thought I was still in that car. <laughs> so I thought, you know, this is the other place. Like, I, I was still stuck there. But, yeah, like, I get that Twilight Zone feeling when I travel and things just kind of happen too fast for me. I'm a very slow-paced person, so I like slow pace. That's what it is. Anyway, thank y'all for listening to my flight experience um, and vacationing. I hope you get a chance to vacation this year or do something that you want to do. And I hope the pandemic dies down and people get vaccinated and things open back up and you can go to concerts and be around people and go to the movies and do all of these other cool things you extroverts love to do. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't had a vacation in a while, please plan for one, even if you I'm not, I'm not, I know this might sound like bad advice, but even if you have to finance it, there are like options to pay for vacations without having to cough up all the money at once. So even if you have to finance it, just try to get away, even as for, even if it's for a little bit and do something for yourself that's going to feed your soul. This is Marcus, the multi-tapper signing out. Have a good one. Peace. Oh